but perfectionism really only feeds into your imposter syndrome when you feel like a fraud is usually because you're comparing yourself to some perfect outcome that's really like impossible or just unrealistic and you somehow don't feel qualified or you haven't validated yourself enough to really you know feel confident in where you are standing at that moment welcome to the friends and beauty podcast a safe space for ambitious beauty industry creatives to have real talk, get real answers, and practical tools to grow their businesses. My name is Aquia Robinson, and I'm a makeup artist, beauty educator, and the creator of Friends in Beauty. I created Friends in Beauty to support like-minded creatives, just like you, on their quest to connect, network, and build genuine relationships within the beauty community. Join me every week as me and my special guests reveal the keys to success and longevity in the beauty industry, and most importantly, have fun while doing it. You ready? Hey, what's up? It's your best friend in beauty, Aquia Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me, and I hope that you're listening to this episode in high spirits and in good health. If you are a friend in beauty, I welcome you to join the Friends in Beauty Facebook community. If you're looking for a community of like-minded, ambitious, and supportive Friends in Beauty to virtually connect with, network, and share resources, click the link down below in the description or the show notes and join the Friends in Beauty Facebook community and I'll be there to welcome you with open arms. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty. What I've been doing lately is something called the Friends in Beauty Friday feature, where I spotlight different friends in beauty and their accomplishments. No matter how big or small you think they are, I want to shout you out and I want to send you good vibes. So use the hashtag FIB Friday feature. If you would like a chance to be featured, I share it on Instagram in the Facebook community and also on the Friends in Beauty mailing list. Also, this platform is available on several platforms. I'm not sure which one you're listening from, but I appreciate you. We're available on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, also on YouTube. So wherever you, wherever you are listening from, please leave a comment, a five-star rating, review. I really enjoy hearing your feedback, all the DMs that I get in the comments, and I read I read everything. So uh, leave me a comment, DM me. Let me know what you think about the show, what you think about this episode. It just helps me to know that I am on the right track, and it makes me feel good that you, you know, you really enjoy it. Also, share this podcast with your other friends in beauty, family and friends who you think can benefit from the information shared. And, you know, we're just looking forward to this community growing, growing and growing. Also, if you haven't had a chance, join the Friends and Beauty mailing list. I have resurrected the Friends and Beauty mailing list. So um, I've been sending out, you know, different helpful tips and tricks and just keeping you updated with what's going on in the Friends and Beauty community and as promised stay tuned to the end of this episode because I will be announcing the winner of the giveaway so last week I interviewed celebrity hairstylist uh, Monet Everett and she came out with a book called get out of your own way 25 insider tips to booking celebrity clients so that is the giveaway the giveaway winner will be announced at the end of this episode. You will be receiving a copy of Monet's book. So stay tuned to hear who the winner is. 
And just as a sidebar, I have to tell you that every time that I record an episode of the podcast, I'm just so excited. I'm so tickled because what it really represents to me is this is episode 25. So what this represents to me is that I have been consistent for 25 weeks straight. Like I have not missed an episode yet. So I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back because that's really that's really amazing like how many people can really say that they've been consistent for that long because you know consistency is one of those things that we all know that we have to be consistent in order to be successful and no matter like whatever you're doing in life consistency is the key and it's not as hard I mean it's not as easy sorry it's not as easy as it may seem um, when people say oh just be consistent you know we have real life going on and you know, sometimes you just don't feel like doing things, but I really enjoy doing this um this podcast. I've been enjoying the whole process. So shout out to me for being consistent for 25 weeks straight. Now, let's jump into today's episode. So today on the Friends and Beauty podcast, I want to talk to you about imposter syndrome. And this is something that I have dealt with. This is something that um some of our other Friends and Beauty have dealt with. And I just want to talk to you about imposter syndrome because it can be something that is really crippling and can definitely hold you back. And I don't want you to stay stuck in it um, for too long or not long at all. So let's talk about imposter syndrome really quick. Um, if you don't know what it is, I'm just going to dive in and let you know what imposter syndrome is and some of the um, some of the signs that you may be experiencing to let you know that you may be dealing with imposter syndrome. So. Have you ever had like the feeling of like you just got lucky with doing something? Maybe somebody is giving you like all of these praises on something that you did. So, for example, as a makeup artist, maybe you did somebody's face and that thing was just flawless. It's like some of your best work to date. And you're like, you know, I just got lucky. Um, that's one one way of thinking you may have imposter syndrome. Another way is, um, say, if you go to an event and it's all of these successful people there who you think are amazing, they're just killing it in their business and they have so much um, notoriety or clout surrounding them. And you're like, what am, well, what am I doing here in the room? I don't belong here. I have nothing in common with these people. I'm not successful. I'm not, you know, I'm not popping. I don't think I belong here. That may be a little bit of imposter syndrome where you feel like you don't belong in a situation where you probably, you know, you really deserve to be there. Another thing is just feeling like you're a fraud altogether. And it's just a matter of time before everybody else finds out that you're a fraud. I've heard plenty of my friends in beauty express this before. Um, same thing with like if, if you just getting lucky. Um, sometimes you may think like that. I did that face, but little do they know, like if I try to execute this again, it might not be the same thing because it just I just got lucky. Most of us have these experiences of you no know, doubt, insecurity, feeling unworthy at some point in our lives. But when your accomplishments are a result of your own knowledge, your your own hard work, preparation, and you still feel inadequate you're probably suffering from imposter syndrome. And most of the time, people who suffer from imposter syndrome um, feel like frauds, just like despite them being smart, skilled, capable friends and beauty who actually deserve uh, whatever praise they're given, they still feel like 
they don't deserve it. And rather than celebrating, you know, your accomplishments or whatever, you may be feeling like somehow you tricked people into thinking that you were, you know, better than what you think you are. And you kind of live in this space of like fear of being found out and exposed or, you know, the cancel culture that we're living in right now being canceled. You know what I'm saying? And when I was doing some research for this episode about imposter syndrome, I came across a statistic that said basically like 70 percent of people have suffered from it at one point or another um, in their life. But it doesn't make it less damaging or anything to a person's like confidence or career growth. It could be very damaging. So I want to give you five ways to overcome imposter syndrome in this episode, because I don't want you to like, yeah, like I said, I don't want you to get stuck there um, and damage, you know, your confidence or your career, your business, like any further. So let's go ahead and jump into it. But Really quick before before I jump into it, Ashley, I want to share with you my experience with imposter syndrome, and um, it's one that you know some people who know me might find funny or hard to believe, but I definitely have dealt with imposter syndrome. I still deal with it every now and then. Um, I remember the first time that I did the Friends and Beauty event. Um, maybe like a week it's probably like the same week maybe I think the event was like on a Friday and maybe like that Monday or so I was laying in bed and I just started thinking like oh my god am I really about to do this like at this point over a hundred people had registered for this event and I'm like wow is this really about to happen am I even capable of pulling something like this off Oh, I was like so, so nervous. But the thing about me, even though those feelings still arise, you know, I still push through because I got goals and stuff to hit. So you got to let your your goals be bigger than the fear, like for sure. And I feel like the last time I experienced imposter syndrome was probably the um, the Friends and Beauty holiday party. It's always like a week or two before the event happens where I'm really like reflecting to myself like, oh, my God, like, girl, who who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You about to throw a networking event. You really about to have these people thinking that you, you running stuff out here. You ain't nobody. Like I be all, (laughs) I'm crazy. Like I really be in my head. I don't know if it's like an Aquarius trait of mine, but I really be in my head and I really have to have a conversation with myself and, you know, just to let myself know like, Hey girl, you got this. And once you push through and you do the thing, you, you realize you got it anyway. And also, Anytime I talk to myself like this or I might express it out loud to like the closest person to me right now, it's like my boyfriend, he's my best friend. And I'll tell him like, oh, my God, like what the like what am I about to do? And he'll get me together, you know, real, real quick. So I definitely deal with imposter syndrome creeping in every now and then. But the five ways to overcome this imposter syndrome that I'm about to share definitely um, (laughs) whips me back into shape and. I I keep it moving. So let me go ahead and give you these tips. So the first one, the first way to overcome imposter syndrome is to actually know the signs when they occur and acknowledge why you even feel that way to begin with. Why do you feel like a fraud to begin with? So tip one, know the signs and acknowledge why you feel like a fraud to begin with. So some of the signs 
um, if you some of the signs that you're suffering from imposter syndrome, like I said, it may be that feeling of, oh, you got lucky with something when you actually prepared and worked hard to do it. You find it hard to accept praise, accept conf- um, compliments. Um, you hold yourself to an incredibly and sometimes impossible high standard. And I'm not saying that you cannot, you know, reach for the stars or, you know, set high standards for, for yourself, but you know, you know, some of the things that you be trying to do is just like out of the, the scope of what you can do right now. And then when you don't hit that goal, you feel so bad. It's because it's too, it's almost like too impossible. Like you don't, you're doing too much. (laughs) You're doing too much. Um, You find the fear of failure paralyzing. That may be a sign that you're suffering from imposter syndrome. And you're just convinced that you're not enough. Is never nothing is ever ever good enough for you, and just pay t- close attention to those signs um, when they occur. Pay attention to the language that you're using when you talk to yourself and when you talk about yourself to other people. Pay attention to those signs because if you don't know what the signs look like, then you can't you can't check yourself and you can't do anything about it. It's almost like you have to come as an observer as a third party like the outside looking in like observe yourself and when these signs occur then you can you know you know snap out of it usually when you feel like a fraud is really in relation to some perfection that you created that never actually existed in the first place and what I'm starting to realize is that many people who suffer from imposter syndrome are really high achievers, people who set extremely high standards for themselves and are committed to doing their best and being their best. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that, but it can be very damaging at times if you are doing it from um, the wrong place. But perfectionism really only feeds into your imposter syndrome. When you feel like a fraud is usually because you're comparing yourself to some perfect outcome that's really like impossible or just unrealistic and you somehow don't feel qualified or you haven't validated yourself enough to really you know feel confident in where you are standing at that moment and you don't feel like you deserve success and you just got lucky so let go of that perfectionism and know the signs when you when they you know come up and they resonate in your life and you know snap out of it okay number two tip number two is Accept your role in your success. When you're unable to internalize your success, you will start to let imposter syndrome creep in. What you should do is take inventory on the accomplishments and the testimonials that you receive from people, the feedback, and then look over it whenever you feel like that imposter syndrome is creeping in or you feel like a fraud pay very very close attention to the things that the feedback that people give you when you do something like really soak it in soak like soak that shit in because they're really expressing to you how you make them feel and those feelings are valid for them so that should be enough reason like for me a lot of times when um, I don't think things are going well and somebody tells me like um, the feedback or the, the the results that they've gotten from, you know, trying something that I suggested or from listening to a podcast episode or anything, it makes me feel 
really, really good. And it makes me feel like, well, maybe I'm not a fraud. Maybe I actually do know what I'm talking about or, you know, what I'm doing. So take inventory of those things. Um, Anytime that I do an event, I always, um, maybe like the day after or later on that day, I always kind of do like a debrief with myself or my team just to see like, you know, what went well, what didn't go well, what could I do um, differently next time, what can I do better next time, and I let go of that perfection um, mindset because literally every time that I do an event, a class, or something, nothing ever goes 100% according to plan. So if I'm sticking to, you know, trying to be perfect for whatever reason, I'm just going to set myself up for failure each and every time. But take inventory of those things that you have done well and, you know, reflect on it every now and then and remind yourself like, okay, I'm doing this and remind yourself who you are. You got this. Tip number three is to stop comparing yourself. And it's something comparison stop comparing yourself is something that we hear all the time like it's like a broken record at this point but it's such a a statement that is like mm, under undervalued or underestimated it's like a surface statement that we really don't um dive like super deep into it but really stop comparing yourself to people because when you use other people's success as a benchmark for yours not saying that you can't aspire to you know have that as like a aspiration or a motivation or something like that but when you use other people's success as a benchmark for yours somehow you begin to feel inadequate and incapable when you don't yield the same results um, that they've gotten and that results in feeling like an imposter everyone's circumstances and road to success are unique You don't know how hard that person is praying. You don't know the person's educational background or skills that might have qualified them and boosted them up a little bit to be a little bit further ahead than you. Some of those things that they know already you have to learn. You just don't know like everybody like you don't know what kind of resources they have, what kind of connections that they have that might have helped boost, you know, their careers or their businesses everybody's circumstances are different and unique. So you do yourself a disservice by comparing yourself to other people. All you should be concerned with is being the best version of yourself right now, not the best version of the person that you're trying to be like. Like, don't try to be like anybody else. Be yourself and stop comparing yourself to people because that is, whew, that imposter syndrome. If you're comparing yourself to somebody that's further along, (laughs) You're going to be real. You're going to be real disappointed. So stop comparing yourself. Okay. Tip number four is to take action. Nothing kicks imposter syndrome in the butt like taking action. And most people let the the feeling of imposter syndrome, that fear, um, hinder them and they stay stuck in that feeling but when you take action you will see how amazingly capable you are and deserving you are of the results that you receive and that's one thing that um I have to acknowledge about myself is that even though the fear creeps up the self-doubt creeps up that imposter syndrome creeps up I still push through and I deliver because I don't like to let people down. Like when it comes to the friends and beauty events, okay, imposter syndrome 
creeps in but people registered for this thing people are expecting to show up and have an experience and I have to deliver so I have to get myself together really really quick I can't sit in that feeling of imposter syndrome and then be like oh you know what I'm just going to cancel this event because I'm scared that people are going to find out that I'm a fraud and that I can't actually do this thing like no take action because if you don't take action how how do you really know that you can or cannot do something to begin with most of the time it's all it really is all in our heads we have to get out of our heads like seriously it really is all in our heads and if you never try you will never know and once you do try that's when the the real work begins of okay let me readjust and let me you know tweak this tweak that to make it better but if you never tried to begin with then you just go you just never know you will never never know and I don't want to go out like that I gotta know (laughs) I gotta know so last tip is just to know that you are not alone remember that 70 percent I'm a part of that 70% okay of people who have dealt with imposter syndrome and highly successful people have been coping with this throughout their entire careers. Even the even most of the people that we admire in our respective fields in the beauty industry go through imposter syndrome, but you would never know it because they still show up and they deliver. But our perspective is that they just have it all together. Somehow they're not a human being like we are, so they can't possibly be experiencing these same emotions that you know we have going on. Let me tell you, it's levels, it's levels to uh, the the challenges that we all go through once you start to reach some level of success. But they, they all go through it too. Only difference, only thing that separates them from like the successful people from the people who aren't so successful is just the fact that they show up. That's it. So just continue to push through be kind to yourself, give yourself some grace and also find a support system. That's one of the reasons why Friends and Beauty was created to begin with, because I was encountering so many people who didn't have um, like a support system, like somebody who they could lean on, who who was going through the same things that they were going through. So Friends and Beauty is like truly a place for you to find those people. A lot of times if your family members or your friends aren't business owners or entrepreneurs they won't understand they will not understand the challenges that you go through but your friends and beauty will and some of your other friends and family they may understand too so find yourself a support system and just know that you are not alone okay so let me recap really quick the five ways to overcome imposter syndrome one is to know the signs and acknowledge why you feel like a fraud to begin with Two is accept your role in your success. Three is stop comparing yourself. Four, take action. And five, know that you are not alone. Okay. 
I hope that this was helpful. If you have been experiencing imposter syndrome or you have experienced imposter syndrome at some point in your um, career, I would really like you to comment on the designated post for this episode and let me know, like, how does that imposter syndrome show up for you? And how, like, what do you do to, you know, break yourself free from that when it occurs? Okay, I really want to know if you're open to sharing, if you don't want to share on the comments, uh, you know, DM me I really want to know um because ultimately what that does is it really helps other people uh, for some reason we always feel like we're alone in in certain situations where and then when you hear other people's stories and you find out that they're so similar to you it really makes you feel better so if you're in the in the business of you know making people feel good and you know uplifting people comment on the post and let me know you know your thoughts And let me know your thoughts about this episode, too, about imposter syndrome. (laughs) So before I go, I did promise you that I was going to announce the giveaway winner. You will be receiving Monet's new book, Get Out of Your Own Way, the 25 Insider Tips for Booking Celebrity Clients. And the winner of that giveaway is... Shaharley Blake at Shaharley Blake on Instagram. So, congratulations, um, Shaharley. I hope that this book brings so much value to you. I'm sure that it will. Make sure you reach out to me so I can arrange how to get that book over to you. And, congratulations! And look out for more giveaways. I, I like doing giveaways, I like giving away stuff. So, that was fun. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Friends and Beauty podcast. And I can't wait to hear your feedback and what you have to share about imposter syndrome. I will talk to you next week in another episode of the Friends and Beauty podcast. But until then, have a productive week and stay uplifted. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Friends and Beauty podcast. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Share this episode with at least one friend in beauty. And subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so that other friends in beauty can find this show. Plus, we'd love to hear your feedback. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty, hashtag Friends in Beauty, to join the conversation. And join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community to stay connected. Talk to you soon.